Welcome to the Tradies in Business podcast with your hosts, Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Divert your phone and grab a brew as Waz and Nick unpack tips, tales, secrets and stuff-ups from guests both inside and outside your trade. Helping educate and inspire you to break the cycle of gut-busting and money stress and create a true trade business. Righto. So, um, toolbox meeting, Monday morning, maybe that's what we could talk about this morning, Foxy, is uh, how to get revved up for your Monday morning meeting when it's the last thing you feel like doing as the business owner. <laughs> what do you reckon? How do we do that, Warwick? How do we do that? <laughs> Let's hope you... Oh, hang on. I've got the answer. Coffee. <laughs> yes. Coffee on the run is good. Most of us are running out the door on a Monday morning. There's no time to feel excited and upbeat and all the things we should be feeling. Yeah, yeah. So uh, welcome to your weekly toolbox meeting, Trade Deskers. And something a little different today, Coxie. I've, I've resolved to just go back to calling you Coxie. Thank uh, you. Because <laughs> I'm worried about the uh, retribution that might come my way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is um now i forgot my train of thought oh no we're going to do this we're going to release this as a podcast episode yeah, well, so listening to this you've just gone but this is a podcast episode mm-hmm. uh so there you go we did but uh yeah we thought it'd be cool for you as podcast listeners to hear a little bit of what we do in the trade desk and that secret squirrels membership thing that we keep banging on about morning uh, sam and this is one of the things that we do is run a weekly toolbox meeting for our members just to help them uh, with their focus. So I guess, um, you know, a lot of business owners are doing a weekly meeting. Well, you should be with your team, uh, however big or small they are. And, um, and basically we thought it was only fair that business owners got a toolbox meeting for them as well and had a couple of, knobs like us turn up and uh get you all pumped up for the week (laughs) and focusing on what you need to for the week as a business owner um and so today we've been doing this now for i think this is our third or fourth week coxie yeah three weeks i think three weeks okay so we've sort of covered some of the elements of a good toolbox meeting uh and how to run them and then obviously we've uh we've looped that back to our members and this morning um, we were chatting about, I guess, what's another element or aspect of the toolbox meeting and kind of tongue in cheek, I said, maybe it should be how to get revved up when it's the last thing you feel like doing. So um, I actually think it's a good point because as business owners and employers, especially, we are leaders of our teams and our families. And at the moment, you know, we're, we're trying to lead multiple groups within our lives. Um, it can be hard sometimes as that, person in charge i suppose uh whether you're a mother or or a business owner or whatever to actually be quote unquote up um when you need to so uh, i drink coffee that helps a lot when i (laughs) when i'm not feeling up um i also so for me personally if i'm coming up to a meeting or a session with a client or a group presentation uh and you know i i don't feel it um, necessarily that day or in that moment. Something that I think about is the other person and I try and picture the other person or the other people and think about, well, how's that going to affect them? 
and how's how's that going to send them out into the day or you know what value are they going to miss because i was bogged in my own stuff um and you know not able to i guess step up and perform coxie how about you I uh, probably hark back to one of the tips we were talking about last week, and that is getting the team involved with the discussion because it tends to take a lot of energy from other people or my energy builds with others when I'm feeling a little bit flat. So, for example, when you and I catch up on a Monday morning, we have a quick talk about what we did on the weekend, and it just makes me feel, I guess, uh, that I'm relating to you, that we're connecting on a level, and my energy level naturally comes up in those moments. So... Um, I would probably tip it back to what we spoke about. I'm sure it was last week when we spoke about involving the team in your um, yes. toolbox talks and understanding that connection with them, I guess, before you start the week. So that works well for me. Even in our meetings with our uh, one-on-one clients, we use a tool called the Whiffle, what I feel like expressing, and it just gives you the opportunity to understand where somebody's at, to uh, be talking to what's gone on in their lives or their business life, their personal life, either way, but you have that connection beforehand. So for me, that's probably the tool I use the most. That and maybe five minutes quiet time before, like this morning, five minutes before I actually come online, I'm at my desk reading through, prepping, getting ready. Yep. Same thing for a toolbox meeting. If I'm doing it with staff, I just take five minutes prior, have a look through what we're actually going to talk about and make sure that I'm on task. That is just that little bit easier than for me to elevate myself to the point where I can chat to what they need and lead them through that way. Nice. Yeah. I, um, I think also something that's useful to prep for um, a meeting or a training session, or even if it's a difficult meeting that you have to go into, uh, in your business, I think having some little routines or pre-starts for yourself, um, and we talk about this a lot in the trade desk uh, and, and certainly with our, our higher level members in the drawing board and our tradepreneurs of having daily habits. Now, whether that's doing mobility or meditation in the morning or doing a training session in the gym or just walking the dog, um, it's just having some, I guess, the, the wanky terminology is success habits, but I think they're just, they're just positive habits or um, energizing habits. Uh, and for meetings and toolbox meetings and debriefs with team members, um, same thing. So for me, making a cup of coffee, it's, I could not drink the coffee. It could sit on the desk and go cold. For me, it's just a little ritual that I think has become a, a way for me to get in the headspace. And so it's why I drink about 15 cups of coffee a day because it's become my little ritual to do before I go into a session and, I know this sounds a bit mad, but I would actually rather be a couple of minutes late for a session and, you know, let the people know that, Hey, I'm just running five minutes late. Uh, you know, thanks for your patience, make a cup of coffee because it just gets me in a better space. And, you know, obviously it would be better if I wasn't late, but it's just, it's a little ritual for me. Same way with, you know, how I set up my office and I've got my orange chair. They're just, they're little things that help me just get into that space. Um, and so working from home at the moment or, you know, juggling all of these competing things, I think it's really useful for those of you watching this either live or recorded or listening to the podcast episode, even if you're not a trade disc member yet, uh, is that you uh, get conscious about some of those little positive things that you can do 
whether it's a quick tidy up of the office or listening to a power song or making a cuppa or fixing your hair or just taking three minutes to jot down a few notes and get your head right, as we talk about in the first module of our, our Trade Desk training course, um, so that you go into that and actually deliver your best um, and do your best for the people around you, Coxie. Yeah, I think um, something that we might have overlooked that you've just languished a bit as I type and talk, which is not something I'm particularly great at, um, is you and I have been working from home for a very long time. We've, we've had home-based office. You and I do get to connect. So we do, well, we used to see each other. <laughs> I'm seeing you now. This is probably the best way to see you. Yeah, well, I can't bunch you from a distance. But, um, <laughs> I guess probably there's a lot of uh, habits that we have on a day-to-day -day basis that we could potentially share because we've been doing this work from home gig for a long time. So some of those things are, as we've already spoken about, preparing for our day, taking that time out, ensuring that we're mentally ready to lead the people that we need to lead throughout our day. So typically they're our high-level um, group members. But also one another. We spend a lot of time talking to one another. We touch base at least once a day, whether it be by the phone or via a Skype call like we are right now. Um, but then there are other little habits that we individually have in our own day. So you and I both have a version of our daily focus journal, or I think it might be called something else in the trade desk, where we sit down and map out what our day needs to look like. And then we both work really hard to ensure that we are working within our time blocks. So we both we practice what we preach, I suppose, all of these things that we keep talking to you about, we actually use in our day-to-day -day lives and it's why we know that they work so well. So we both work to our time blocks. We both make sure that we have a lunch break and actually take some time out of our day, mm. even if it's only 15, 20 minutes, just to get some fresh air, some sunshine where we can if it's not raining in Tasmania because it never rains in Queensland. And <laughs> just um, making sure that we're regrounding ourselves in between each of our, I guess, appointments, demands, whatever you want to call them. So for me, when I was going to site, that would be in the car on the way from site to site before I would go to see the first team and then on to the second team and then on to the third. There would be that time in between in the car where I could just gather my thoughts, refresh, re-energise, maybe listen to a podcast or listen to the radio, something to get me back to myself so that I was ready to give that same energy to the next group. Well, we use that similar tool, I guess, within our day-to-day -day lives working from home. So, so many more of us now are working from home and the, the same sort of schedule you had for your day-to-day -day life going out to site, you can use from home. So, you can structure your meetings around your time blocks, time blocking lunch breaks, ensuring that you're connecting with your team and your clients and it will really set you up for a far more positive and successful day because you're moving through those steps. You get to the end of the day, you can reflect over your daily focus journal and understand that you kicked off some of those goals. So, some of those tips, um, I'd really encourage you all to start to using your day-to-day -day lives, particularly if it's changed and you're now majority working from home. And a big aspect of this, Coxie, is setting an example. You know, we, we um, like having these little habits and uh, routines is, it's important for us as business owners and leaders within our teams. And it's, it's a way to actually train our, the people around us um, is by setting the example and leading by example. Leading by example doesn't mean being the, the person who works 70 hours a week in your business because you want everybody else to work their tail off. Uh, leading by example is more about just, you know, sticking to these sorts of habits, doing the toolbox meeting every week, even if you don't feel like it. 
you know, that sets an example for, hey, we all have down days, we all have grey mornings, um, we all have crappy sleep at night and as the leader, I'm still going to show up and I'm still going to give you all 100% of me, even though that's really hard today and I don't feel like it. You might, you might not language that to your, your staff, um, but it's just such a simple way to lead by example and to turn your toolbox meetings each week into training sessions. Mm. You don't have to sit down and train about the latest um, residual current device if you're an electrician or backflow valve as a plumber. Like, yes, technical training is good, um, but a, an overlooked area of training, I find, Coxie, and I don't know, I'd be keen to, to get your perspective on this. I feel like employers overlook training their team members on how to be great team members because they're focused on how to be great at the trade, which is exactly what you and I are all about here at Tradies and Business is <clears throat> helping great tradespeople be great at the business stuff. And I think for those of you watching or listening to this, you need to be thinking about, well, what training can you do not to make your, your techs or your, your chippies or whatever necessarily better tradespeople, that is important, but actually looking at, okay, well, what do I need to teach them so that um, we can all work together better? Do I need to spend some time going through how to use Tradeify or Fergus or whatever program you might be looking at or um, how to fill out their timesheets? I know we told them three weeks ago when we launched this whole timesheet thing, but, you know, do it every week. Just run through it quickly. Five minutes is all it takes. So, righto, gang. So most of you are doing a really great job of filling out the timesheets. Um, it's just a few areas where, you know, we're all dropping the ball a little bit. So we're just going to run through it again today and make sure that everyone's clear on what they need to do. So here's the thing on the screen, because of course we're doing most of this by Zoom nowadays, although lots of trade businesses are still doing the, the team meetings. I see the photos where everyone's sitting like two meters apart on the plastic chairs um, is, you know, put it on a big screen or get yourself a whiteboard easel thingy. They're, they're like, I don't know, 80 bucks from Officeworks. Um, and train your people on the great team member stuff. What, what do you reckon, Coxie? Do people do that in your experience or not? I, I, I totally agree. Some of those real basics that we tend to do once, gloss over, and then it's a big point of frustration for us moving forward if it's not being done correctly. So even things like how to communicate to one another. Does that look like you drop each other a boxer once a day or does it look like you must email to request your holidays or does it look like you need to call, then text, then email to make sure that the message gets through? They're just the basic things that we forget about, but they're a, they're a huge source of frustration as business owners. And I think that we forget that we're responsible for ensuring that the team is doing what's expected of them. We've got to communicate what's expected. We need to teach them what's expected and then continue to show them until they get it right. I think very often we blame the team member for not being able to pick up whatever skill it is. And yet some of these skills are incredibly basic, but often our communication isn't there around those skills to ensure that they're being um, carried out the way that we need them to be carried out for our business to be successful. So yeah, toolbox times are great. Toolbox talks are a great time to be talking through some of those really basic levels of stuff we all need to do in our business, whether it be, like you say, how to use the apps, how to communicate, how to request leave, um, any of those things, basic, basic things, how to talk to the client when you get to site, how to fill out the report as they're leaving site, any of those things. I, I, and I suggest that you do one or two points every single toolbox meeting. 
they're quick, they're easy, it's a reminder and you can move forward. Okay. But then it's about sharing that responsibility of getting those jobs completed correctly because you are teaching them and leading them through that process. Yeah, good and point. If I could add, uh, Coxie, to document those things with your team um, and keep a, keep a training register. Uh, you know, on this date, we went through these things and these people attended uh, so that you start to build up. These are, these are the assets that make your trade business a business. Uh, I had a conversation with someone recently about, you know, all the systems they're putting in place and the procedures and um, they were bemoaning the fact that their team don't follow them all the time. And, you know, it's almost like what's the point when people don't use the procedures, like they're sitting there, no one looks at them. And, and my retort was, well, your job is to teach them to look at them and set the example for them to look at them because that, that um, documented way of running your business, that is your escape card. Mm. That is your break out of jail card because if you think you might want to sell your business or get a manager in to run your business at some point or even just be able to to run your business um from i don't know where we're allowed to go like uh you know carnarvon gorge or somewhere um because everyone's going to be holidaying domestically now um everyone's going to go to kingscliff but uh you know if, if you want your business to run better without you those are the things, documenting your training, having all those procedures, you know, attendance um, records, all that sort of stuff. That makes your business valuable to someone else. Even a non-tradesperson could come in and run that business. And we've got um, tradepreneurs whose businesses have managers in place who aren't tradespeople in that trade, especially, that are essentially running those businesses. So, um, you know, think about when you do your weekly toolbox meeting, it's more than just having a yarn and, a, and flapping the gums and doing it for the sake of doing it. It's, it's actually setting your business up to run without you one day, even if you don't take that step, it just makes your business run better anyway. So, um, you know, write down the things that you go through uh, and create little, little uh, handouts, you know, here's how to raise an invoice in the app that we use. And then you, your team can refer back to that later instead of asking you how to do it or just ignoring it altogether. <laughs> and like that, it's also a legal requirement. So you're legally required to keep training records and toolbox talk uh, records all signed off on by your team. And if you don't have them, workplace health and safety can introduce some pretty hefty fines. So if that's not a motivator, I don't really know what is. The stick. Cox has yeah. brought out the big stick. <laughs> all right. So uh, today's... Toolbox meeting gang, uh, we've talked about a few things just to recap so you can write them down as your focus for this week, team. Uh, just making sure that you're clear on the fact that you're going to, to um, identify and make conscious your pre-start um, habits, your pre-start routine for yourself as the team leader. Um, whether that's making a coffee, whether it's five minutes of prep, whether it's you know, doing some sort of weird yoga stretch, whatever you like. Um, what is your pre-start so that you stand and deliver and, uh, and do that well, whether you feel like it or not. Um, the other one is uh, training, but training in or and training in how to be a great team member. So all the non-technical stuff, um, all the business process stuff, 
So paperwork, communication, what to do if a client asks you to do something that's not on the quote, uh, you know, all those sorts of things where you start to build up a written record of, okay, this is how you be a concreter. This is how you finish a slab, but this is how you fill out the paperwork. So we know what the hell you did and who was on site and any safety issues and conversation you have with the client about doing an extra footpath that wasn't in the quote and those sorts of things. So it's all that non trade aspect of an employee or even a subbies um, role within your business. Uh, what else did we talk about? Apart from physical violence, Coxie. <laughs> I don't know, but you make a really good point. It's as important to talk to your subcontractors about this as it is to talk to your employees because each um, person that subcontractor works for is going to have a different set of boundaries or expectations or rules that they're, they're, they need to follow. So you need mm. to be having these conversations with your subbies as well as your staff. Yeah, don't be fooled into thinking that, oh, they're subbies, so I, I can't ask them to work a certain way on my jobs. Like, stuff that. Yeah. They're, they're working for you. You're paying them to do a job the way you want it done. And, yes, within their trade, they will do certain things differently to another subcontractor. You know, two electricians might approach the same uh, rough in different ways. <clears throat> but it's, it's your project. It's your renovation. It's your pool that you're putting in. So you're the primary contractor. Um, yeah, you need to stop this, this thing of subbies are almost um, above and beyond or, or beyond sort of all the things that we would expect of an employee. It's just subcontracting is more about how they get paid mm. rather than how they should behave. Absolutely. <clears throat> and I think that's, that's a big issue within the industry that um, I'd like to see shift over time is that, um, you know, primaries, primary contractors or, or primary tradespeople expect more of their subcontractors outside of actually just getting the job done. Mm. So I think that's a good point you raised, Coxie. Thanks, boss. I think so, sorry, say again. I think we've covered it all. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So I was just going to um, put a beautiful... Uh, I don't know what Tassie's state colour is. I was going to say maroon ribbon on it, but that's Queensland. I'm not a Queenslander anymore. No, and you're talking to him. I don't think there's a single Queenslander on this morning on the call, so <laughs> might need to go with a blue one. Or a blue a ribbon because, uh, you know, blue ribbon ice cream was always pretty good when I was a kid. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, put a bow on it. Uh, so your focus for this week, team, should be um, get your pre-start for yourself. Use your toolbox meetings as training sessions. Document what you go through and make it non-technical stuff. Make it about business stuff and include your subbies in that. Start including subcontractors in your toolbox meetings. We're, we've all been given permission to do Zoom meetings nowadays. It's, it's an expectation. Um, and so a lot of things that might have been thought weird previously, we can now actually use the good old Rona as a reason for us to innovate and change up our business practice. So get your subbies on a Zoom call. Even if you've got your team, your employed team live in the room, get the subbies Zooming in so that they're part of your toolbox meeting. Um, don't use shitty excuses for not making some changes like this in your business. And make that your focus for this week. Um, we'd love to hear your feedback on how you're going with these toolbox meetings. Are you finding that you're, you're focusing on the things uh, that Coxie and I are covering? If you have some items that you would like tabled in the next toolbox meeting for our team, which is you as Trade Desk members, then 
please uh, make your submissions prior to each Monday morning. And uh, Nicole and I will decide whether we want to talk about it or not. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you should do this with your own business as well, is give people the opportunity to table things they'd like to discuss at the next toolbox meeting. So please do that via the trade desk, um, uh, false book group. And uh, you can also drop them on an email or a private message or a carrier pigeon still gets to Tasmania, um, depending on the weather. But uh, yeah, submit those prior and we'll raise those in the next toolbox meeting. And apart from that, have a fantastic week. Yes, thank you for joining us. Great to see so many of you here on Monday morning. And for those of you listening back on the podcast, thank you for giving us your ear holes again. It's great to have you. If you're watching on the Facebook, in the Facebook Trade Desk group, please hashtag replay so that we know that you've checked in the toolbox meeting for this week. That's our way of making sure that you are doing what you need to be doing in the Trade Desk to find the value that you need. So have a great week. We're looking forward to, don't forget, 10 o'clock tomorrow, a couple with Nick. Uh, Wednesday afternoon at 3.30, we have some training. Actually, we've got some training on Tuesday afternoon as well this week and Friday afternoon drinks. So I'm looking at my calendar. Just make sure that you touch base for as many of those as you can. If they're not live on Facebook where you can find the playback, the playbacks will always be in the back end of the trade desk and the dashboard. You will find all of the information on in the Facebook group as well. So thanks for being here. We look forward to seeing you later in the week. I have some urgent business to attend to, Coxie. My coffee cup is empty. <laughs> so have a great week, y'all. And uh, yeah, we'll talk to you all soon. Thanks. You've been listening to the Tradies and Business podcast with Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Find out more about today's guest, tools for your trade business and other cool stuff at tradiesandbusiness.com.au.